What's going on, good people? Pass on the markets here with another episode of Home Your Mark. So excited uh, to be with you today and so excited to have an opportunity to have uh, the minister, the reverend Jacob Hart with us again. Uh, my little brother in life, my big brother in preaching Christ. Glad to have him with us uh, once again uh, on the podcast and looking forward to having some more. Jacob, what say you? Great to be back again. Excited to be getting on my mark and to be getting on my mark with with community, not getting on it by myself. So excited to be sharing this time with Pastor Lamarcus and with you. Awesome, awesome stuff, man. As always, uh, I'm I'm always excited to to spend some time uh, with Jacob uh, just because of uh, the way we minister together. Uh, I, I believe we are both students of the Bible. I believe we both enjoy studying it, and and there's just something special about coming together and just kind of bouncing off of each other. So we're going to allow this episode to be kind of like that. And maybe the next couple of episodes, uh, frankly, we've been talking about mountain movers, um, mountain moving faith, staying with God, not going on what we see, but going on what we said. We've talked about the fact that once God puts a vision in your heart, the enemy is going to do everything to put things in your field of vision. That's going to deter you from the vision that God placed on the inside of you. And our job, our task is to remain in faith, to keep trusting God to go on what he said and to stand firm. And when we do that, we'll see things that were mountains melt out of our way. We'll find obstacles that seemed insurmountable. We'll be able to mount them. We'll be able to climb them. We'll be able to overcome them because we stay with God. And it's not about our strength and our energy and our ability. It's about God's activity on our behalf when we stick with him Amen. that gets us there. So, man, I'm just so excited to, to stay within that vein. Before we hop in, uh, I do want to just remind you guys uh, uh, real quick of uh, Jacob's uh, YouTube channel, uh, Words from the Heart with Jacob. Am I saying that right? Yes. Okay. All right. Yes, words words from the Heart with Jacob. I do want to commend it to you um, because I believe it'll be a blessing to you. And uh, as always, uh, you, you can access that and we'll, we'll link it in our uh, description uh, on the podcast. So make sure you tune in. Uh, to words from the heart with Jacob as we go. I believe it'll be a blessing to you real good. Look, man, we're going to hop in here and, uh, and and we're just going to talk about Abraham, the, the the father of faith, Abraham, whose faith was accounted to him as righteous. Look, I, it's, it's going to be hard for me not to preach that, but I'm going to try to get some conversation with with uh, with, with brother brother Hart here because the, the Bible says that because Abraham believed God. Yes, sir that it was accounted to him as right. And, and, and my, my folks know I, I, all I got to say is in other words, and I'm off to the races, but I'm going to try to hold back. But, but I, I, I can't emphasize enough that what the Bible is saying is you just take God at his word. Amen. And, and there's, there's something so powerful in trusting God and believing what he said that now all of a sudden, all of a sudden the account where you were accounted, for death and destruction, now all of a sudden you are accounted as righteous because you just made up your mind that you're going to take God at his word and go by, by what he said. Man, look, I'm telling you, that that's good by itself right there. Amen. That's good by itself. Well, we'll go, get, get in there, get in there, bro. What, what, what Man, do you think? listen, this thing is called Mountain Movers, and as Pastor LaMarcus is talking, it makes me so excited. One thing that is a big thing on my heart is really taking the Bible and making it relatable. Yeah, yeah. Making it reachable. I feel like sometimes when we look at the Bible and the characters therein, I feel like we put this this sort of expectation on them. We sort of put this this detachment from them and we kind of have this mindset like, man, I don't know if I could ever do that. 
But I like what Pastor LaMarcus just said, because we know Abraham, man, we count him the father of our faith. Jesus gets here and says, hey, he's the seed of Abraham. God did a wonderful thing. God told Abraham all, you know, the nations of the earth will be blessed through you. Yeah. That's a lot for one person. Oh, yeah. And so as we are readers, we're like, man, I'm, I'm struggling with this. I got this thing, you know, uh, how can I do that thing? I want to point this out about what Pastor Lamarcus lifted up and the Bible lifted up. Listen, I feel like it brings it right down to us. The Bible simply said this, Abraham believed God. Mm -hmm. Listen, before we get into all the things that he did and how wonderful he is and Father Abraham and how every church, every nation recognizes his name. Let's look at this part. He believed God. Can you believe God? Come on now. Think about that. I just, Abraham was a human being. He was a man, but the Bible says Abraham believed God. And I just want to suggest that that is the first step uh, to doing something great, to becoming great, to God doing great things. I want to lift up the God in the text. Yes, we see what Abraham did, but Abraham was a human and did human things. And so I want to lift up the God that's in this text. He believed God. And watch this. God counted his faith, as Pastor LaMarcus talk, talked about, as righteous. He counted him up as righteous. And I love that because it brings up the idea, hey, now what happens since he's counted in this righteous category? What are some of the benefits that come along with that? Oh, that's good. That's good, man. I love it. I love it. Um, it it's so... It's so magnificent and and so weighty uh, sometimes to be to be quite frank with you, because when you start to think about all that God has done for us, it th there's this idea of works righteousness. And I want to be careful here because I, I don't want to get too far in the weeds, but I think sometimes way too often we put ourselves in a position of our activities meriting us some sort of favor yes. from God. Yes. And the, the activity and, and I, I got to be careful here, and I, but I want to be clear. The activity that merits us anything from God, if there is an activity that merits us, the activity that does it is us believing God. Yes. Like, like that's, that's the thing. <laughs> so, so it's not, it's not your church role. It's not your church attendance. It's not how, how many times you check a box. It's not how many times you do this thing, that thing, or the other thing. Now, now I want to be clear, believing God is going to prompt some activity from you. Yes. I, so, so, so I, I want to be very clear about that. But I want to also be clear that your activities that you're doing do not merit anything from God. Like Amen. you're not earning the thing. It is you believe in God. So watch this. Now it does away with the idea of works righteousness and yes. me working my way into it. Now it is I believe God. Now I, I got to be careful because, because work has to be done. Like there's some work necessary. But what you're saying is, and, and, I, and I believe the reason... Uh, Abraham's faith was accounted to him as righteousness is because him believing God is putting him in position to say, okay, Ooh. it's not my activity on my behalf. Absolutely. It's God's yes. activity on my yeah. behalf. Woo. So my belief, not in me and what I'm doing, but my belief in what God is doing on my behalf, I bring it to, to, to the new Testament church. We are saved, not by our works, but we are saved by works. Amen. So, so it's not me working that saved me. 
It is work that's been done on my behalf that saved me. Amen. So Jesus Christ comes down, uh, takes on a body, go, lives a sinless life, dies on the cross, raises from the, the, the grave on the third day. He takes our sins to the wow. cross. It is the work that he did wow. that saves us. Now watch this. Let's go back to Abraham. How do I merit that thing? I got to believe Jesus. Amen. I, I got to believe what he did. So it's what he does that that does something for me. So so the, the work that I do is not to earn anything. The work that I do for Jesus is to say, you know what? I see what you did there, Jesus. I appreciate that. Oh man, I'm so thankful for what you did. And because I'm grateful, because I'm thankful, because I see how much you love me, then yeah, I'm gonna get up and move because you asked me to move. I'm gonna get up and, and do because you asked me to do, but I'm not doing to, to merit. I'm just believing you and that's my merit. That's what gets me what I go, 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 get in there, get in, get in there, man. Man, listen, what he said is so good. Um, a couple of things were screaming at me. So when he talked about Abraham, we're talking about this belief. Listen, hear this. Abraham believed God. Listen, this is so significant. If you think about it, we do things every day. We believe in our cars. That's right. Look, we believe the wheel is going to go left. Listen, if you think about it, we believe in our cars and that and it's depicted in our action. No one is going to get in a car that's going to get up to 70 miles per hour and they don't believe the brake is going to work. Come on. Now. And so your actions are lining up with what you believe. But the Bible says, Abraham, come on. Now. I'm so sorry. <laughs> Watch this. The Bible said, Abraham believed something without bounds. He believed in someone without limits. And he believed in someone whose name, in essence, just depicts all power. Yes, sir. And so when you begin to do that, guess what? Boundaries begin to come off what's available in your life. Boundaries begin to come off what God can do. And God used a human being who believed in him. And I want to ask anybody who's on their mark today. Listen, did you get on your mark? Ready to believe in God. Come on, come on. Are you really believing in him? Despite your education, despite your background, despite what you think you deserve to have, have you believed in the unlimited, unmitigated, listen, unbounded love, ability, power, and grace of God? Have you believed in God? Mm, mm, that's good. Man, I love, well, you, you said you, you, you preaching. And I'm full around. I'm sitting here thinking about Peter and the disciples when Jesus said, "Anybody who's gonna come after me, you got to you got to eat my, my my body and drink my blood." And folk begin to leave. And Jesus looked at the disciples and said, "Y'all gonna go too?" And Peter looked at him. Yes, where, where are we going? <laughs> what you have the words. You you're the way. You have the words to eternal life, man. I can't go anywhere. And that's all I can think about when you when you were saying that because it's so real that. That what Abraham did, and, and I love how you put this, and, 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 I, and I'm going to try to summarize. I love how you put that. What you're saying is Abraham is a bounded person. Yes. Abraham is somebody with limits on him. Yes. Abraham is somebody who has a, 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 a certain type of law that he is bound and governed by, a certain type of natural law that he is bound and governed by. But because he believed God, the limits fell off. The, the boundaries opened up and, and, and widened out. And I love how you put that because that, that gives us this type of understanding that belief in God 
And faith in God is the very thing that allows us to operate in God and in a godly way. Whereas normally, naturally, we wouldn't be able to achieve and attain certain things. Absolutely. But because we believe God, the thing that was unattainable for us now becomes attainable to us because we believe what God said versus, well, the natural law is this and this. And the natural thing is this and this. Yeah, yeah, but I believe God. Yes, sir. And now since I believe God, that which applies to everybody else ceases to apply to me because I'm no longer working it. I, and, and you, you man, you was preaching so good when, when you talked about the fact that when you get in, in a car, nobody gets in the car and gets up to 70 miles per hour without believing Absolutely. that the brake will work. Absolutely. So, so if, if I could, could, could double down on what you're saying then, brother, it's not a matter of if you believe. It's a matter of what? Absolutely. Because, there you go. because if you believe that the break don't work. Oh, we believe then, in Christ. Come on, come on now. <laughs> come on now. So, so you're not getting up to a certain speed. You may not even get in that car if you don't believe the brakes work. Right. So I think that helps to inform us yes. on our activities. Because all of a sudden, if I believe God, then it's going to show forth in what I do. I believe the chair is going to hold me, so I sit down in it without a second thought. I believe God got me when he tells me to go, so yes, then sir. I don't have to give it a second thought. I go. Absolutely. We see Abraham leave his, his father, his yes. mother, his kindred, yes. all of that, because he believed God. Yes. This doesn't make sense. This doesn't. And I think I, I, need to, I need to say this, too, because I don't know if we do a good enough job when we read the Bible of actually thinking of things in our current context. Abraham having to leave his father, his mother, his kindred. What he's doing is he's working. He's walking away from his support system. Absolutely. He's walking away from any and everything that could catch him if he were to fall. Now, the reason that's hard for us today, and y'all got to hear me Ooh. out there on your mark. You got to hear me. Good the guy. reason it's hard for us to really fathom that today is because technology is so pervasive. We can move to the other side of the globe. And within a few days or perhaps a few weeks, if something were to happen and we needed something, we would have access to that because we got people we can call. We got yes. we got networks and stuff set up. But you got to think of maybe perhaps being in a situation where you are lifted out of your con- out of your situation of support, dropped off in a place in the middle of nowhere where it's desolate, where you don't have phone contact, you don't have Internet, you can't get the things and you are having to trust and believe God. Yes, sir. In, in the midst of that. So so we, we got to put ourselves in a position to understand that when the Bible is accounting righteousness to Abraham because he believed God, what the Bible is saying is Abraham put his full devotion and trust in God without having a parachute, without having a second, uh, a plan B, without having an action plan. If this don't go, he, he, he didn't get a chance to do what we he didn't do that SWOT analysis we do in business where where he look at the situation, look at the threats and look at the opposite. He didn't have to. He didn't get a chance to do all that. He, God said, go. He said, OK. That's it, because he believed, and 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 you you ask the people out there, what, what do you believe, God? What do you believe? That, that's where we got to come to. What do you believe? And I'll go a step further. I'm gonna let you get in here. I'll go a step further and say, not just what do you believe, what are your actions telling and teaching you that you've been believing, because that's gonna help us, man, as we as we walk this 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 path of faith to really say okay god told me this i'm going out there and yeah i may not have all the answers i may not even know the exact direction but because i'm believing god somehow some way in the midst of the desolation in the midst of the difficulty in the midst of the trials he's going to bring me through 
Amen. I mean, I got to, man, I absolutely. He did such a great job. He's talking about Abraham in his house. And I want to talk about this a little bit. You got to think about it. You know, Abraham, as he's, as my brother communicated, you know, he may not, he doesn't have the CBS on the corner. Yep. Uh, there's, there's no guarantee that he is going to run into the things that he needs. He has emotional support. Uh, he has social support. He's in his father's house. No doubt he has like mental support just from being around other people. Abraham has shelter mm -hmm. that undoubtedly he believes in. His activity is communicating to us that he believes he is in a secure, loving place. He brought his wife and he is in his father's house. Okay. And this place is supplying shelter to him. The Bible says God comes to him and says, Abraham, get thee out. Yep. That's of thy it. father's house. Get thee away from thy kindred. God doesn't say, hey, I'm sending you to CVS so you know how much gas to get in your car. He doesn't say, I'm sending you down to Macedonia. He says, and go to a land I will. Mm -hmm. I'm not even showing you the land, but I'm going to show it to you. And the Bible tells us that Abraham gets up, believes God, and takes activity. So look at Abraham stepping out of shelter. Come on now. Into Shelter. I'm going to say that again. <laughs> That's good. That's Abraham good. stepping out of shelter. Abraham stepping out of his house from up under his roof, from up under his father's care into now what his belief is showing under God's roof. Somehow he's going to provide a way. I do not know, but there'll be a spring on the way. Yeah. I do not know, but there'll be a tree when I run out of energy. That's right. That was that will shade me and take care of me. I do not know where I'm going. But God, who is more intelligent than me, who's smarter than me, who no doubt loves me and is a better father mm -hmm. than the father who is providing for me right now. Yeah. If he's telling me to leave, an apple going to be on the way. If he's telling me to leave, safety and security is going to be on the way. And so just like he got in that car and we believe in that car, mm -hmm. the Bible is telling us that he believed God for his substance. And it seems to communicate. That as Abraham believed God, God is like, okay, I'm going to put you in this number now. I can work with you. Why? I got to ask the question again. Is there anybody who believes God? Yes, sir. Do you believe him enough to make some adjustments? Do you believe him enough? You know what? I'm going to start tithing now. Are you believing in him enough to adjust some of the things that you have learned to have comfort in? Whatever that may be. Yes. Do you believe him? Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Yeah, that that's good. That that's so good. Um, I, man, I love how you. So, th there is a, there is a, physical structure you can see, that is your daddy's house. That is the house you live in. But I want to submit to you that there is a spiritual structure that you cannot see, that is far stronger, far more superior. Yes, sir. Far better than than the structure Ooh. you can actually see. And and you said it, you said it, you said it. Abraham steps out of the structure of his daddy's house. And and as he's walking from underneath the shelter of his daddy, he leaves that shelter and walks underneath the shelter of God. Now watch this. That shelter is unseeable to the natural eye. Yes, sir. But but if God be on your side, if God be for you, 
then who can be against you? In, in other words, it might look to the naked eye like there's not protection. It, it might look to the naked eye like you are walking away from shelter out of a safe place into danger. But when you are walking with God, the shelter he provides, the protection he provides, the provision he gives you along the way, you don't even know how you're going to eat tomorrow. But because you believe God, when tomorrow shows up, food shows up with it. You, you, you don't know what you're going to drink tomorrow. Amen. But when tomorrow shows up, drink shows up with it. God is providing in such a powerful way. And I'm going to say this, too, because I think somebody need to hear you, you. You gave the you gave the charge that 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 believing God ought to alter some things, alter how we tithe, alter how we get, alter how we give things of that nature. I don't think we fully comprehend sometimes that oftentimes God will call us away from something that might seem comfortable, but was actually a weight for us. Amen. And when we walk away from that thing, we think we walking away from the thing we need, but actually what God has done was set us free to bless us better According to his word, I may not have a sack of flour on my back, but that same on my back, but that same sack of flour that I had on my back was actually holding me down. But when I release the stuff that I'm carrying now, I can move quicker with God. And then when I need it, it's always there. Wow. It's always there. That's that faith walk. God, God is trying to call us into blessings. And sometimes we're so, we're so busy and so strenuously holding on to stuff that we don't realize that the stuff we're holding on to, if we'll let that go, we put ourselves in a position to get in a flow with God. I, I, I'm going to let you get in here, man, but no, but I, I need to say this because uh, part of faith, I, I'm going to say it like I want to say it. Part of faith is moving out of the stagnant pond and into the stream of water. Because sometimes we'll hold on to a stagnant pond and that pond gets stagnant. It gets stale. It gets dirty. There's no flow going on right there. And a lot of times God will call us out of that and get us in a position where it doesn't look like it's as big, but there's always movement and it's always a stream. And then all of a sudden when I need something, it's right there and it's clean and it's fresh and it's sparkling. God is that type of God. I, I, listen, I can give you the example um, Jesus wasn't walking around with plenty of money in his pocket when he was here. The disciples weren't walking around with plenty of money Amen. in their pocket when they were here. But I, I got a question. When Jesus needed money to pay the temple tax, he didn't have it in his pocket. But didn't he send Peter right down to the stream to get the fish that had the money in it? Amen. When they were hungry and didn't have food, didn't, he find, didn't they find a boy with two fish and five loaves, feed 5,000 and had 12 wow. baskets left? For, how many disciples wow. did Jesus have? Wow. So, so they came there with nothing and let, come on somebody, come on now. Wow. So what I'm trying to get us to understand is when we walk with the Lord, it's going to look different than what it looks like for everybody else. But, but, but David said it like this, I've been young and now I'm old, but I never seen the righteous forsaken wow. nor his seed begging for bread. For bread. I, I just believe we have to change our mind about what it looks like to be with the Lord. That faith causes us to do that. And when we do that, man, we'll find ourselves in such a flow with God that blessings are chasing us down. Well, we we just getting hit with blessing after blessing after blessing, and it's not a weight to us. The blessings of the Lord makes one rich, Hallelujah. and he adds no sorrow to it. So, so we don't have to be so intent to get something and feel like we got to latch down on it. No, no, God, that's yours. If you want it, you can have it, because I've never seen you ask for anything where you didn't get something better. Amen. And I, look, I couldn't agree more. Um, Pastor Lamarcus said this, something that really stood out to me. And I would like to encourage every person that's listening, hear me when I tell you this. He talked about how some of the things that we are carrying can be a weight. And listen, everything like 
everything that can be awake may not necessarily be some very conspicuous or obvious sin. That's right. But some of the things that we carry could be hindering us from hearing and experiencing God more. Listen, when Abraham takes this journey and he believes God, he then positions himself to get to know God. I mean, I love this word. Know when you see it in the Bible, we see it in different ways. There's this intimacy to it. There's this involvement to it. And so you get to know God in a different way. When you have left and you're leaving on his voice, you see when you see things happen for you, that is developing and growing your relationship. And if someone is listening to me, I want to I want to encourage you and challenge you, hey, to step out in some area of your life that you know you can let God in more. That may be your marriage where you decide, hey, you know what? I'm not going to fight and argue so much for myself. I'm going to try, you know, winning this with the conversation of my of my life. Mm-hmm. I'm going to try doing this differently. I'm going to try maybe submitting more. I'm going to try being nicer and more loving. You know, there may be an area in your finances with how you deal with people. And I I got to be honest, sometimes there are areas that we struggle. And I want to encourage you to begin to let God get in that area of your life. Uh, This would almost be if we're looking at Abraham, like taking that first step. And I want to encourage you to stretch in your faith, stretch in your trusting in God. If you have felt something convicting on you from the preaching of the man of God where you could grow more, I want to encourage you to step out on that faith and you're going to see yourself. Hear me when I tell you, listen, God is real Mm -hmm. and the Bible is clear. Hear me when I tell you, you're going to see yourself begin to develop in your relationship with God. Mm, That's good. That's good, man. Listen. That, that's fantastic. Look, I, I, I'm going to because we got a whole lot more. We got a whole lot more to discuss with this area of, of faith and, and moving mountains. Uh, and, and you know, sometimes to, to be quite frank with you, you, you can't you can't move a mountain until you walk out of your safe place and go over there where the mountain is. Um, and, and I think we see that with Abraham walking away from his family and his kindred. Uh, and we got to let that that trust and belief we have in God prompt us to act. And we're going to talk a little bit more about that uh, in, in the next installment. We're going to talk about the, the prompting to act, uh, the, the things that believe in God and the faith in God, that the things that it causes us to do. And frankly, we'll talk a little bit about why it is necessary for us to do them. So we'll do that on the next installment. Again, uh, I want to appreciate and thank so much. Uh, the, the minister, the Reverend Jacob Hart for being on here on the podcast. I look forward to, uh, going into the next, uh, podcast with him as well. We'll talk to you guys very soon until next time. Let's make sure that we get on our marks together. Love you guys. If we can do anything to be a blessing to you, let us know until next time. God bless you. God keep you. I love you.